This is Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at the Schuler Group with When People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. If this year has taught us anything, it is the crucial importance of self-care. As you know, I firmly believe that the pandemic, as well as the other events of 2020, have simply exposed problems or accelerated problems that were already there. So if we weren't taking good care of ourselves, if we were workaholics, then the problems resulting from that would have surfaced at some point. 2020 just made them come to the surface perhaps even erupt from underground way into the stratosphere. And then we look at what happened at the beginning of this month of November 2020 with the election and the fact that it was not decided on election day or the day after or even the day after that. That caused stress for many of us who were, let's just say, interested in the outcome. Regardless of what side you were on politically, you might have been glued to news outlets. I know I was checking the live election results pretty regularly until I realized I just can't do that. And I'd have to take breaks or I would have to physically remove any connection to the outside world to give myself a break. The other problem with what has happened this year, and not a brand new problem, but perhaps a problem that has been existing, is that... We must understand that our mental health is as important, if perhaps not more so, than our physical health. I have had conversations with clients, colleagues, friends, family, my intimate business partner and life partner, my husband, Mark, about we must keep ourselves safe physically, of course. and. At some point, just that being quarantined and separated from others and not feeling like the things that we used to enjoy we can do is going to erode our mental health. So people all over have had to make the decision, do I take somewhat of a physical risk to go see my parents so that they can see their grandchildren. We'll do it socially distanced, but it's still somewhat of a risk. The question in the balance is, is my mental health worth it? The other side of that question is, is my physical health worth the strain on my mental health? Again, not brand new problems, They just are manifesting themselves in a different way. 
how often were we really looking at our mental health? I've talked before about energy units and the fact that every day we each have a finite number of energy units. Let's say that the maximum number of energy units that you have is 100. Well, if you have some sort of chronic disease, chronic pain, not feeling well, when you wake up in the morning, you're probably not starting out with 100. You're starting out with 80. Now let's look at commonplace during 2020, where our lives look far different now than they do or than they did a year ago, 10 months ago. We're coming up upon Thanksgiving for Most people who celebrate Thanksgiving in the U.S., that holiday could and probably will look very different. Just those factors take away energy units. They subtract from that maximum finite amount that we can have during a day. Are we aware of that? Or are we going along as if? Are we working and living and being as if we started out the day with 100 energy units? Honestly, most days, I do not think I have started out with 100 energy units. There may be some exceptions. But if I look back over this year, since March, more than likely, I start out with fewer than 100. Some days, I might be lucky to start out with 90. Other days, I might be starting out with 60 or 70. We must take that into account. On the side, as a hobby... I love to do art. I paint, I draw, I sketch, I quilt, I cross-stitch. I love fabric and color. And during the week, I rarely do any of that hobby. I leave it for the weekends. Not on purpose, though. See, what happens is... I have my work day, Monday through Friday, and I always have these grand plans in the morning that maybe that evening I'll go down to my art studio and do some painting, or maybe I'll get my quilt out and I'll quilt while we watch a movie we've seen before. By the time I get to the end of my work day, which sometimes might be, five or six o'clock. Sometimes I have a break and then I go back and it might not end until eight or nine. As you can probably guess, I rarely go down and do any kind of artwork. And one, it perplexes me. And two, it frustrates me. I love to do art. So why 
am I not going downstairs to my art studio or my quilting table and doing it? What holds me back? What I realized one evening, I think it was a Friday, it was the end of a long week and each day was just filled to the brim. And as CEO of our company and working with our clients, I'm not doing mindless work for the most part. I'm doing pretty complex thinking and strategizing, working with our clients, strategizing with Mark as to the direction of our business, managing our staff. None of it is mindless. And what I realized is I'm using a lot of energy units mentally to do my work. I love it and it does give me some energy and sometimes I gain a few energy units back. But for the most part, I'm running pretty quickly and pretty high speeds doing this complex thinking and working and strategizing. And so then I get to the end of my day and I don't feel like doing artwork. What was fascinating to me when I had this realization that I'm about to share with you is not that I just don't have the energy, I'm just too tired. It's that the artwork that I do Sometimes it is complex. It is not mindless either. I don't go down to my art studio and just sort of sit there and get inspired and dip the paintbrush in red and do whatever I do. No. I have to plan the project, or if it's an existing project, what comes next, What supplies do I need? Gather my supplies. Because of course, when you're painting, you can't leave wet paint out or it will dry. So there's preparation, there's planning, there's the execution, there's the cleaning up, there's the figuring out what comes next. And so my aha moment was, I don't do artwork during the work week, typically, because it's complex, just like, but different, my work day is. And because of my finite number of energy units, I don't have it in me for any more complex work. So what does this mean for you. First, self-care is crucial for you. Two, pay attention to your physical well-being as well as your mental well-being. Three, recognize that some of the things that you may do for either self-care or hobbies, which can be a form of self-care, may take more energy units than you might have available. Four, realize that you may not be starting out the day with 
as many energy units as you might think you are. Five, your staff and employees are dealing with these issues also. So what do you do about that? It is each of our own responsibility to take care of ourselves. I cannot force Mark or my staff to take care of themselves. They must take that responsibility for themselves. However, I can be cognizant of the fact that they may not have as many energy units as they did prior to 2020, just like I don't. They may not be able to have the time or the energy or the complex thinking to do some of those things that brought them joy, gave them more energy that they could before, especially if those activities and hobbies were things that we can no longer do because of the restrictions of COVID-19. This time period, and we call it the events of 2020 because it's more than just the pandemic, it's the political and the racial divisive atmosphere, among other things that we're dealing with. This year and the events of this year call for greater compassion with ourselves and with others. I hope that this episode has made you think. I would love to hear your thoughts on any and all of this. You can do that at any time over at www.theshulergroupllc.com. Search for this episode and leave a comment telling us what you think. Until next time, may you thrive.